Hello, this is Richard C. Wilson with the Family Office Club. And today we have with us uh, Nijin, who's here to talk about what her investment mandate is, what she's looking for in terms of deal flow. Welcome. Thank you so much, uh, Richard, for having me. And, um, you know, it's always been a pleasure uh, speaking on your panel, attending your different, you know, conferences in London, in New York, and, you know, quite uh, uh, rich in content. And also the audience are quite diversified, which is quite a, you know, fresh breeze, let's say. I'm all yours. How can I help? Sure. Uh, let's start with what type of an investor are you? Um, you know, and if there is a, a name to your investment organization, we could share that as well. Right. So uh, as, as you know, um, I'm the um, family office principal of EE Corporate Group. Uh, we are a U.S. and U.K. domicile business. Um, uh, not only we do investing, but also uh, we used to do a lot of club deals. Now we do co-investments with select few family offices uh, in our network. And also we have two other family offices as part of an alliance of our uh, family office network where we all go uh, into each mandate, which is each individual family's, let's say, um, preferred sector and invest. Our family office has always been uh, an ambassador for healthcare and life sciences. Uh, and that is where we have been involved in for a long time. And currently we are even more involved. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And so healthcare and life sciences, can you be more specific in terms of uh, stage of the company, you know, early stage seed, or is it at more of a um, early private equity stage or in between? Yes. Um, so no, it's not seed. It's clearly early stage. And also um, uh, we have just gone into this space of round D as opposed to just early stage and pre-IPO, but that is very recent. At the very beginning, we established ourselves in pharma and life sciences uh, based on the fact that we wanted to make sure that we empower these entrepreneurs. And the whole purpose of EE Corporate Group was to make sure we act as a bridge between the UK and the US. We take IP-rich businesses from elite universities and entrepreneurs here to the US and get the funding uh, and pave the path for, um, let's say, clinical trials, you know, submissions uh, and market entry. We're mainly involved in healthcare and simply because uh, one, um, uh, it's, it's fascinating. Uh, two, it always solves a problem and a problem that is the biggest problem in anyone's life. Any sort of health associated issue uh, can create a lot of discomfort for any person regardless of uh, who they are, where they are. That there becomes, you know, uh, the, the most important uh, puzzle to, to sort out before they can proceed with any other objectives in their lives, in my opinion. Um, and, and the other reason we are involved in healthcare is simply because um, it totally uh, steers us clear of any political, um, religious, uh, any sort of affiliations or debates or discussions potentially out there. It has uh, nothing to do with uh, any sort of. Uh, uh, you know, debates out there, no sanctions, and it, it's it's a, a primary need for every human being. You've muted yourself. Well, right. So uh, one question I had was for life science and healthcare investors who are maybe afraid of, you know, FDA approval processes, if that doesn't go well, or testing the efficacy of something. 
Do you have any advice for navigating that in the different stages of regulatory approval, or do you stay away from those types of investments yourself? No, we do not actually. As Warren Buffett says, I strongly believe that as a leader, you have to be fearful when everybody else is greedy and be greedy when everybody else is fearful. And that is if, if you are after creating a change and also make money for yourself and the people who invest alongside you, you need to make sure you look at investment mandates that are not too, um, you know, uh, all the way in towards the end pre-IPO because uh, the opportunity uh, sits with uh, the early stage companies that are pre-FDA and also uh, there sits the risk. But of course, you know, if you want to create a change and leave a legacy, that's where you get involved. Um, the upside risk is quite high. How we mitigate that risk is we have 11 executives reporting on 10 different sections of a prospectus our due diligence pack we interview the executives we uh, go through their entire press releases then our analysts write a full report on market opportunity where it is uh, and then our uh, group risk officer writes a full report on the risks associated to the investors uh, in terms of jurisdiction, in terms of the sector, in terms of regulations, uh, and then our IP and patents specialists do the same. So, and we do the valuation internally and uh, exchange notes externally. The whole point of this is because in the family offices space, um, I uh, came across a lot of family office friends who asked for our help simply because there was this strategy where it was a spray and pray. Uh, and they had invested and of course they'd lost their money. So if it's pre-FDA, if all the due diligence pack is there, if you're made aware of the risks involved, and if uh, you've done your homework, the team are reputable, they have performance track records, and also uh, they, they have the right team to go through the FDA channels or even for obtaining CE marks sometimes, uh, you know, uh, I don't think, uh, I don't see any reason why one should be fearful. Right, right. So that makes sense. Um, I think a lot of families struggle with that. And I think that when people are just getting started with investing, you know, investing with another family or through a sponsor or a fund or co-investing with families that have that research ability, you know, can help make other investors better. I think a lot of times people are just afraid that their own due diligence process is really not rigorous enough. And they don't know what they don't yeah. know. Um, so I, I find that especially within early stage life sciences deals. Um, my last question here is about your number one piece of advice, you know, something maybe that you wish you knew 10 years ago for an investor who's listening here. Uh, what, what would you provide to them? My number one piece of advice is don't follow the trend simply because the person you play golf with or you ride with is following that trend. And it's, it's a commercial real estate, maybe someone's cup of tea, but not necessarily mine. And because it's not, I don't put my heart in it. And it ends up being a spray and pray again if I go into it. Therefore, trust your gut and um, uh, just uh, stick to what you are good at and what you understand, as opposed to trying to please the peer group or following just this specific trend. Right, right, which is also uh, kind of a Warren Buffett style mentality. I'm, I'm actually reading through um, this yellow book of uh, 70, I think it's 60 years worth of annual letters that he's written. 
and you can get them in a book and you know some of the things that you, you mentioned here obviously in line with how how he thinks uh so i appreciate you sharing that uh, what's the best way for a member to get uh in touch with you um and you know share a deal that might fit your mandate so on our portal we have a submit a proposal button on as in one word so it's proposal then it comes to our analysts they provide the executive summary we discuss it internally every week and then we decide which mandates we will be looking at as family office alliances and we'll start to work on right okay great awesome well i appreciate your time here today and i uh, hope to see you again on one of our virtual panels here shortly likewise stay safe and thank you so much for this opportunity uh, you too bye-bye take care bye you too bye-bye